the gospel reading that we just heard, it's from a section of the Bible that has that includes the longest discourse of Jesus speaking with humanity, Jesus speaking with other human beings. This the context is the Last Supper. Jesus really opens up his heart to the people there at the Last Supper, to of course the apostles and any others that were present. This line that we hear at the beginning of today's gospel reading really stood out. It's the same gospel reading that, that we heard earlier this week. And it stood out then and it still stands out to, my, to me right now. The phrase is this. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Last Sunday, remember I, I said, I gave a quote from St. Faustina. It said that the two obstacles to holiness are discouragement and an, an exaggerated anxiety. And now this week we hear Jesus say, do not let your hearts be troubled. There's a couple of different ways that our hearts can be troubled. The first way is can, can lead to sin, where, where our hearts become discouraged, where, where we become so full of fear or worry, anxiety, and so forth. I think that's the type of, of troubledness that Jesus is speaking about in today's gospel. Don't let your hearts be troubled. You have faith in God. Have faith also in me. The opposite of faith is lack of confidence. Someone who has confidence, it comes from the Latin word confidere, which means to have faith or to be with faith, to be able to, to believe. And Jesus says, have faith in me. Trust me. Trust me. And he explains that how, how things are going to be, how he's preparing a place for us in heaven, and how he's going to care for us. So, so that type of troubleness that leads to discouragement, that leads to, to lack of faith, that's the type of troubleness that Jesus wants us not to have. I don't know if you notice, he gives it as a commandment, do not let your hearts be troubled. Which means that we can choose to not let our hearts be troubled. Because Jesus would not give us a commandment that we couldn't follow. So when he says, do not let your hearts be troubled, it means that we can actually choose to allow our hearts to be troubled or not to be troubled. That's freeing. I don't know if you ever knew that you had that choice. You know, some, something happens in your life, tears your world down. Maybe it's the coronavirus. And, and you're like, why can't things just get back to normal? Why can't things just go back the way they were? And our hearts are troubled. But what we can do is what's going on within our hearts, we can give it to the Lord and He can remove that troubledness. That's the first type of troubledness that I want to speak about. The other kind, which happens in other places in the Bible, is not necessarily sinful, though it can turn into sin. Do you remember when the angel Gabriel came to Mary? The angel Gabriel says to Mary, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Then Luke writes, and he probably heard this from Mary herself. He says, And Mary was greatly troubled. So the angel Gabriel comes to Mary, tells her that she's going to have this child, and, and Mary's greatly troubled. It's because what she thought was going to take place in her life is, isn't going to take place. Something's different. And then the conversation that she has with the angels, she asks questions and so forth. And she says, how, how can this be? How, how am I going to be able to have this child since I have no relations with a man? She's perplexed because she had already taken the vow of perpetual virginity. We know that because at the time she is betrothed to Joseph. She's already legally married to Joseph. And if 
she was going to have a child through Joseph, she wouldn't ask the questions, how can this be? But she asked the question, how can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And then the angel tells her and explains it's through the Holy Spirit. What Mary does is she asks questions. Something's taking place and she doesn't, like, okay, how, how can this be? She asks questions. She asks questions. And in, answer, in asking questions, she receives answers. That's how we keep our troubleness from turning into sin. So when something happens in our life that we don't like, something is going the wrong way, it's not where we just complain and go, go off and do that kind of stuff. But what we do then is we talk to Jesus. We ask him questions, and he gives us answers. We place our trust in him. You have faith in God. Jesus says, have faith in me also. And then he goes on and he talks about these, these dwelling places in his father's house that he's preparing for us. All of us were created for heaven. All of us, are hopefully, you know, will we'll be there. Jesus, of course, is the way. And it's through Jesus, through asking him those questions, through talking with him, that we're able to arrive in heaven. So at this Mass, let's really bring our hearts before a good God and let's ask him for, for the grace, for the grace to have peaceful hearts, not troubled hearts.